Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Good morning, world. Shelley Shearer here, and welcome to the show. It is pretty easy to find topics to talk about right now on Kobe, uh, with Kobe going on in our world, I gotta say. But I just don't want that to be the focus of everyone's attention. However, the fact that it is the focus of everyone's attention makes it the easiest thing to tell stories about and relate to in our own behaviors. So today, what sort of came up for me while I was getting ready for my morning was, there is comfort in the black and white. Gray area and all the uh, stuff on the internet and the news about, you know, people taking one stand and other people take another stand over this, that, and the next thing, and what stats are real, and which government agencies are screwing us over, and you know what, guys? This is nothing but a play that can literally mirror your own life. It really wouldn't matter whether we're talking about COVID-19, your marriage, your business, your life, your relationship with your kids, your parents, where you live, small town politics, uh, religion. Ignorance does have a bit of bliss to it. And when you have an opinion that you are so... um, What's the word I'm looking for? like violent, but that's not the right word, to defend and are not even willing to look at the facts, not only as as I think makes you a bit of a fanatic, but it also uh, closes your mind to new possibilities. But I do understand it gives you a sense of peace and comfort. Now, growing up in a really strong religious family, I I enjoyed my bliss and some of my ignorance because I believed this but you know whatever that was I believed something and to me I was right and everyone else was wrong and that was a great life it was a great life it was an easy life it allowed me to stand on my soapbox and not have to think of alternative possibilities so it really made life easy and simple what gets a little bit uh, more scary is when you start questioning your absolutes. And we are really having to question our absolutes here big time in the world today. Now, I don't need you to agree with me about specific topics. It's none of my business, um, but they allow me to get you to be thinking because when I say certain trigger things like COVID-19 and vaccination and government, you pay attention because you have an adrenal response to it. Just like when you see the logos right now of all the major news networks, most people feel fear and they're upset. That is, they, that's intentional. They want you to relate that response to a reaction. The question is, can you control yourself enough and do you manage yourself enough that you can choose how you react? So I'm talking to a girl from the other day. And just somehow at the end of the conversation, it came up that she was 100% a Gates supporter and pro-vaccine. And I was stunned. <laughs> there 
really close friends of mine. And I was like, what? Really? Clearly, they did not realize that I'm an 110% anti-gate supporter and 100% against mandatory vaccines. No one is doing something to my body that I do not approve of. The science is there. The virology is there. Do the, you know, do the, do the studies. Now, does that mean that I'm against all vaccination? Does that mean that I won't change my mind with new information? No, absolutely not. But right now, the information is there to debunk pro-vaccination. Um, and it's really just, you got to back it up. It's always about backing up the situation, guys. It's not so much whether you agree or disagree with vaccination. The issue is, does someone else have the right to tell you what to do with your body? There is a great line, and I'm going to screw it up big time, but it, it came into my mind yesterday when I was falling asleep last night. Do you remember the movie from uh, probably the 90s, mid to late 90s or something called Mr. President? And a single dad becomes a president and uh, a young uh, lobbyist or something, uh, they fall in love. And when they're dating, the media digs up dirt on her and she's in her college years burning an American flag. And the media just tore him apart that how dare he marry someone or be dating someone anti-American. He says, she's not anti-American. His saying went something like this. In the Constitution, remember I'm Canadian, guys, okay? So not American. If freedom of speech is real and that is what we truly believe in, then someone has the right to say what they have to say as and you have to support that as strongly as you support the someone burning the American flag in protest. Because that is freedom of speech and that's what we're protecting. So for me in Canada, I need to protect my civil liberties and my civil rights, of which quite honestly, I have a very ruled country, probably even more so than the states to be perfectly honest. Uh, Canadians just seem to feel, our governments seem to feel that one, the minority should make all the rules and two, there should be lots of them. That leads to a society that forgets to think for itself. So maybe it's a plan. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. But what I'm saying is the hard thing is to defend and debate while still protecting the more important issues. My prime minister managed to, without any approval from anybody, stick a whole bunch of semi-automatic weapons, not automatic weapons, those have been banned in Canada for years, semi-automatic weapons onto the illegal list, making a huge amount of people in Canada very upset because they legally obtained these guns and they're licensed and they're registered and now what, they're going to be considered criminals? All because one person in something like a decade shot up a bunch of people. Was it sad? Yes. It's a terrible, terrible thing. But in no way did anybody need to create some new rule, in my opinion, around one incident. We're supposed to be here for the betterment of the majority, not always the minority. And right now, that's not the majority. But the thing was, it wasn't whether you agree or disagree with the semi-automatic guns being added to the no-go list. It was the fact that he did it with no approval. Now, granted, it wasn't a bill to be passed. I believe it was just a matter of that he added on to an already existing bill, but he still didn't get approval from anybody and didn't go to the House of Commons. Canadians didn't get to say whether we agreed with this. He just did it. So he's acting a little bit like a dictator right now. That is the issue. But you know what we do as human beings? We get arguing over the black and the white. And lots of times, 
that is what divides us. It creates a us and them mentality. That is what's dangerous. That is what I want you to be aware of. You do not have to agree with me on my attitudes about vaccination. I don't have to agree with you on yours. You don't have to. Now, do I believe? I mean, most of Canada, we truly were okay with automatic weapons being banned in this country. We don't believe in, in the right to bear arms up here. We just believe it brings a whole other level of violence to a society. Um, but we are very fundamentally different than, than the United States, and they believe in that very, very strongly. That's not the point. The point is stepping back and saying, are you letting go of bigger issues, freedoms, things that people in our, in our past fought for over your need to be right on a specific issue? Should the guns be banned? Maybe. How did he go about it? Was it accurate? No, wasn't right at all. Should vaccines happen? I don't know. I don't personally see the need for, need for what they're doing. I, there's, I feel there's a whole conspiracy box, all of this. But the bottom line is, should I have the option of taking it or not taking it? Yes, absolutely. Fill your boots. But that should be a choice. So it's, you know, it was very interesting because people that, and the reason I bring up my, my friend is that they believe strongly enough about this that if the government instigates these types of things, these are friends that may never come to my home again. I may lose them as friends. They are lifetime friends. That would be devastating. So you can really see how that us and them becomes very dividing very quick. She asked me a question. She said, are you prepared for never getting on a cruise ship again or being able to fly again if you don't have the immunization record? I said, absolutely. Absolutely. That's how strong I feel about it. That doesn't mean that I don't look at the option and say... Should I? Maybe I could I? Would I? No, I don't believe I would. But maybe life would get bad enough that I need to fit in and want to do things in my last few years, and the only way to do that is conform. I may not agree with that, but do you see how quickly that divides people? All because it was mandatory. Now, I have no problem if I didn't get a vaccine wearing a mask on a plane or, uh, or gloves. No problem at all. But... I'm a real big believer that your immune system is built through antibodies and that does not happen when you create a foreign entity into the body through vaccination. So that's just my opinion. But there are a dozen different ways we could, I could make this example. It's just this will get, I hate to say it, but I can rile you up with this topic right now. And uh, I love watching the stuff on Facebook. Someone will post something and people just, oh my goodness. It's, people get violent and just so... Well, when emotions are high, intelligence is low. I'll just stick to that concept because they say some pretty degrading and nasty things just because they want to prove their, they just need to be right so desperately. I don't need to be right. I just need to have rights. Okay? I don't need to be right. I just need to have rights. That is something I want you to really think about. Like I say, this was just, I'm just, this is just a quickie because I just wanted you to really ponder over the next couple of days about the black and white. There's a lot of comfort to be had in that, but, but dangerous down the road is the us and them mentality. We have worked so hard in our culture in the last 50 years to be inclusive. I think I even talked about this in my podcast the other day. You know, I don't even at my age and I grew up with, I don't even understand how my parents had an issue. Well, I do because it's a religious background with gays, but one of my best friends in high school was gay. So I, I came into my adulthood with fully acceptance of this. Even though religiously I knew, I was taught that I knew, I was taught to know, sorry, that it was quote unquote wrong. 
it didn't make any difference to me. That person was a human being. It didn't matter that someone was black. It didn't matter that someone was another race or another religion. It just, it just didn't matter to me. People are people. But I come from a generation of a lot of those issues. In the United States, of course, blacks and whites, us and them. In other religions, Muslims, us and them. Us and them is a bad, bad, bad place to be. It does not. Now, I don't agree, again, just my opinion. I do not agree with the inclusion of China all over the globe. The Chinese Communist Party, in my world, I've said this a hundred times, is evil. And they have an agenda that is 100% diabolically, <laughs> I use that word intentionally, completely opposite of my belief structure. So I don't believe that we should be doing business with such a corrupt regime, but we do for convenience. Okay. The reason I point that out is until they change, we've been doing a lot of inclusion over the years, but that inclusion is now leading us straight back to a path of us and them, but with way more people and way more situations. It could have just been like United States and Cuba. Sorry, until you give up your dictatorship, we're simply just not doing business with you. Don't know if I agree with that. Don't know enough about it. I believe Cuba seemed to do fine for the most part, and it's open now. Everything evolves, folks. And until China stops ruling their people like the way they do and killing them when they don't like their opinions, I don't want to do business with them, and I don't want their products in my country. That is a personal opinion. See, but it isn't us and them. You do understand. You can see that, right? So if you're getting a reaction of, Shelly, how dare you say that on the public airwaves? Well, think about how you might be using that mentality in smaller ways right in your own backyard. Ooh, did that get a little uncomfortable? It does for us. That is actually the whole ticket to this entire podcast. Living black and white is very comfortable. Living with the, hmm, what ifs? What if I needed more information? That is a very uncomfortable place to live. I don't live a super comfortable life that way. I don't because I am always inquisitive and I'm always asking why. I'm just like a two-year-old. Why? 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 Never going to change. I, I, can, I realized that very clearly in the last couple of months while I've been going through my own transition into becoming a content creator and, and being a voice full-time that I had to quit doubting myself because I'm never going to not ask why. It is just in, I drove my parents crazy. I drove them crazy with my religious upbringing. I drove them crazy with, you know, as I got older, you know, why would I need, why do I need to do that for? Why do you feel that way about something? And sometimes they can bring me around to, you can bring me around or they can bring me around to their way of thinking, but they got to lay out the argument and I got to see both sides of the equation. I can't say I'm a great debater, but I, I appreciate a good debate. It doesn't offend me. It doesn't hurt my feelings. Certainly not anymore. It did when I was younger. My feelings were always hurt when someone didn't agree with me. It just doesn't anymore at all. Not for a very long time. That is what I want you to think about. Us and them, if what I say in one aspect offends you and gets your adrenaline up and you're like, what is she saying? I need you to scale that down to your own backyard and ask yourself, is it easier to live black and white because you want to be comfortable or do you want to feel uncomfortable and change the world? Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at livingwellwithshell.com. 
and Instagram at www.instagram.com slash livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through Shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan. <laughs>